Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to bluenile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at bluenile.com for $50 off your purchase. bluenile.com code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hello and welcome to our Bravo episode of Tender Loving with your host, myself, Pauline, and my darling, Kate. This is the time of the week that we dive headfirst into our glorious Bravo shows. Kate and I's podcast, Tender Loving, which is available on all podcasting platforms, has a new episode each Wednesday. In that episode, we break down a show from the TLC and Discovery Plus network, past or present, and we deep dive all of that insanity. On Tuesdays, we also have our 90-day fiancé show, which is just purely running through all of these terrible mismatched couples. But today is just about Kate and I's dream world, bravo. So, Kate, let's get into it. Hi, girl. Hi, Polly. Oh, Kate, we're back in the bosom of bravo. (laughs) Woo, it feels so good. It does. We're back mm. in Dorinda's buzz. <laughs> mm. Or Dorit's, which I could not stop staring at this week, but we'll get into that. <laughs> Obsessed. I, t- I have such... A- anyway, we'll get into that. Um, okay, what's been going on? Are you... you? Uh, luckily, you have electricity. Is it any warmer in Austin? Yep. It did get in the 60s, I believe, today. Oh, so okay. I was able to have a somewhat pleasant walk. Um, That's like t-shirt was- weather then. Yeah. T-shirt weather. I mean, I'm a baby, so I'm still like kind of bundled up, but it was, mm-hmm. it's good. Weather's good. I got my diet Coke that smells like mm. a man, a strange man's cologne. I no. guess. Hmm. Huh. Did you ask for that particularly, or was that just free? With that delivery? was a note I gave them. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. It's so strong. I got Thai food. I was telling Polly before that we started recording, I ordered Thai food tonight and a can of Diet Coke as my beverage, obviously. Mm, mm. And the guy handed it to me and I've been drinking this Coke and being like, why does it smell like a man? Is that me? And it's his cologne from his, was like on his wrist, on his hand yeah. and he was touching the can. <laughs> must be a hell of a lot of cologne that dude put on. That must be a hell of a lot. That's he doused a- himself. Ew. There are just some, and I sometimes get conscious that I'm guilty of putting too much perfume on because I I am someone that loves parfum. And yes. I'll tell you what I did this um, this Christmas. My friend asked me what I wanted um, for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I said, I my perfumes were running out and my favorite was a Tom Ford and an Yves Saint Laurent, uh, particular ones. And... I'm sat there using them and realizing they are all tested on animals. And I'm like, what am I doing? As you know, guys, I'm not going to go into a lecture, but I am a vegetarian going into veganism and I do not want leather. I do not use, and I, none of my face care, skin care, anything is tested on animals. And I'm like, why am I putting this on my butt? This is, no, I can't do this anymore. So I mourned the fact that I was not going to have my fragrances anymore, but it was for the greater good. Then I said to my friend, I re- I was telling her all of this. So she ended up getting me. It's an amazing company. We should be sponsored. I will put a link um, 
somewhere. I don't know, somewhere. Um, but it is um, a company called Dossier. And they're so chic. They are amazing. She basically took, asked me my Tom Ford fragrance and my Yves Saint Laurent favorite fa fragrance. And they, they did a dupe of it. So the packaging, everything is so chic, so classy. And it's all vegan and not tested on animals and cruelty free. That is so cool. Mm -hmm. okay. So guys, if you that. go and you love a perfume, please, I urge you to go to Dossier, D-O-S-S-I-E-R. And they are unbelievable. They're amazing. It smells exactly the same and no animals were hurt. Oh, I, I just can't believe that so many companies are still doing that. It's like Oh, uh, beyond. I was in um, Sephora or Ulta and... Um, I was like, listen, I just need to get some foundation or something. I just want something not tested on animals, vegan, not tested cruelty free. Um, and then he takes me over to one section. He's like, oh, actually, this is, um, it says cruelty free, but they do do it in, they do have a, a part of their line in China where they have to test on animals. No, moving on. It's not easy. I've stood in front, I've been to a CVS when I've completely run out of shampoo and I'm like, shit, I need to go get some shampoo. You, it is so hard to find a shampoo that doesn't test on animals that are cruelty free. So I ended up just, I I need to, if anyone has any suggestions, please let me know of a good quality shampoo and body wash and stuff because that's vegan and cruelty free. Cause I end up just getting Trader Joe's and there's nothing wrong with Trader Joe's stuff. It smells good and it is all cruelty free, but I want something really, really luxurious for my hair. And um, it's, um, sorry, that's uh, Lulu. Lulu, it's okay. And um I'm not, I, I can't find it. I'm telling you, stand in CVS and go through all the bottles and turn them around. Very few, very, very few are cruelty That's free. That's why I like. love my Elf cosmetics. Elf, it's exactly. Dirt. And it's dirt cheap. Elf is dirt amazing. Cheap. I love my Elf stuff. Yep. I completely agree. I've picked Elf. Really, really, really and like then it. I've been doing pros for the shampoo and conditioner, which is like made to order and you have to take this test. Oh, um, and it's and? like bespoke, basically bespoke shampoo. Ooh. And um, they are cruelty free. It says some I know, actually, actually, I know you can put if you don't want any animal derived products in yeah. your bottle. I'm, mm -hmm. I remember you can put that, too. And OK. I, I I'd have to research more what these ingredients are. But anyways, I could mm. send you like please please website. do anyways see guys we need to get Beauty sponsor ships sponsor ships <laughs> <laughs> shit we will basically we've already said anyone listening to this that wants us to hawk anything we'll do it like honestly i don't give a shit life insurance um windows curtains doorknobs we'll we'll talk about all of them but just, just not an, just not animal tested shit. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Guys, right. if you listened to our previous episode, I think it was on Tuesday um, or Wednesday episode, I did tell a tale, but I'm going to retell it very, very quickly um, because it is Bravo relevant. On Sunday night, if you've heard this, apologies. I'm just going to repeat it for anyone that's tuning in just to listen to us talk about Bravo shows. I had a Bravo encounter. I had a Bravo celeb encounter. Um I was waiting for my friend in a certain area that I live in, in LA, that I know quite a few of the cast members live. And we were going to a bar and I was waiting for him. And I hear this accent. I thought it was an English accent, couldn't really make it out behind me. I turn around, who's walking up to me, but Pumptini, Cosmopolitan, Cosmopolitan, DJ James Kennedy and Ali. And it was all slow-mo. You know, Brad Pitt could have walked past and I'd been like, oh, that's cool. But DJ James Kennedy. So I was, it was all going slow-mo, guys. I see him walking with Ali and I clock and I go in my head, that's DJ James Kennedy and Ali. Walking on, walking on. I should say, hi, shit, what should I say? Pauline, remember, you don't actually know these people. It would be really good to get a photo for the pod and then they'd walked off. So my whole train of thought was too slow to catch up with them walking. It was super cold. And James Kennedy was like bundled up and like walking really fast because they just picked up some food from the place that I was going into. So I'd missed them. Um, but I did have that encounter. And I called Kate straight away and she didn't answer. So I didn't. Um, I 
I was sleeping. Uh, <laughs> I just left a, a, a rabid message of, I just saw DJ James Kennedy. I just saw DJ James Kennedy. Um, and as I said in the show, when I first told the story, he's smaller than I thought. I just thought he was very, I thought he was like a good 6'1", 6'2", lanky, but he's actually not. I was surprised by that. I've heard the Toms are tall, pretty tall, right? No, well, I've seen, like, I think I've seen Schwartz. Mm-hmm. But I haven't seen Sandwell. But I, I think they're only maybe six, I would say. Oh, okay. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about this when you first told this story, or after you first told this story, and I'm like, what what would he respond to? You know, what would he not be annoyed by? And I I, I think mm. maybe, like, singing his lyrics to him because he loves his music. So I think I'd be like, top man, he's a bad man. She said, get you in my jet. I would, like, start... Oh, singing top man. I what think he was would be... the... That's a good point. What was the one that you did with Lala? Feeling you. Can you imagine I just walked up to him, random stranger in the street, and I'm feeling you. I can't remember how it goes, but yeah, <laughs> I did think in my mind, I was like, because I have the English connection. So, like right. I said, you know, we all think we know each other. So, it's going to be like, oi, James. And then he would have come over and I'd be like, shit. I, then I would have gone, shit, what should I say? And I probably would have mentioned the pod or just been... Sometimes when I see people that aren't major stars, literally like that aren't A-list, that are these reality TV stars that to us are our entire world, I have no shame about fanning out. Like I would never, if I saw Keanu Reeves, who's such a dream, I would never go up to Keanu Reeves and be like, can I have a photo? But with someone like DJ James Kennedy, I am shameless. I'd be like, absolutely, can I have a, can I a photo with you? Because in my mind, for some reason, there's more respect in that than like, they're C-list celebrities. Who gives a shit? Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I'd be, I'm just brazen. I'd be like, D- I'd be like, James, can I have a photo? So I would have got a photo that night, guys, but um, unfortunately I messed up. But I know where they go to drink now and eat. So I will be going back there so swiftly. <laughs> Top man, he's a bad man. She said, "Get you in my jet, and I'll keep you well fed." Oh my! (laughs) My favorite line in that. My favorite line in that song is um, by Black Elvis, who is Mm -hmm. uh, you know collabing on the track, and he goes, "That booty big, I need a map." (laughs) And then that phrase, that phrase, just plays in my head sometimes. I don't know that song at all, by the way. I thought I, I knew DJ James Kennedy's it. collection, but uh, <laughs> evidently not. Um, okay. Before we get into the show, just one more, a little bit of housekeeping. I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. We mentioned this on Wednesday show and Tuesday show about the Patreon. So we have it all sorted. All of you guys that are subscribers, one, thank you very much. And um, there had been some confusion because we'd switched platforms um, that people weren't getting the... Um, episodes and we had to check in case anybody was due a refund or people hadn't missed out missed out some shows or whatever but i have people have been dming us i've responded to all of you and the bottom line is if you were not on patreon you're a subscriber another way that has all ended um you've not been overcharged but you will will need to if you want to carry on being a su- subscriber go to patreon.com and search tender loving care podcast and sign up there it's the same amount five bucks a month there is a link in our show notes right now that you can um join patreon in a click of a button um so from now on the only way you can get our subscriber episodes are through patreon.com it's dead easy and we have a massive catalog guys so go and check it out honestly go ahead and switch over to patreon because i think it's better honestly i've been putting the video versions of the podcast up there there's some uh there's a couple digital downloads i did of 90 day fiance people Mm. (laughs) illustrations i did Mm. So yeah, head over there, join us. We're having a lot of fun with those episodes. We're uh, this week covering Bama Rush. (laughs) Woo! We're recording it after this. It's going to be released today. (laughs) You can only access that through Patreon though. Five bucks a month that helps support Kate and I's, uh, well, dreams. Dreams. (laughs) (laughs) So please go and support our dreams, guys. Keep it real. <laughs> um, Kate, let's get into our shows. We have the second part of the reunion of Real Housewives Salt Lake City, and we have BH. Let's start with Salt Lake. Take okay. us into this reunion oh. part two. <sighs> okay, so we're still on Monica. She's 
pretty much the star <laughs> of this reunion. Yeah. Everything's yeah. about her. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's kind of wrapping up the fight that we left off on um, between her and Angie. Well, they get into another one later, but anyways. So then Andy goes into Monica's relationship with her mother, and that's kind of the first big segment. And apparently they have not talked since filming wrapped. And Monica claims uh, that her mom reached out to production to ask to go on the Bermuda trip. And they Mm -hmm. were like, no, you're not a housewife. Mm -hmm. And she thinks that her mom was pissed off and retaliated by having the family not film with her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. Um, I don't think anyone was surprised to find out that um, she had reached out to production. That was yeah. so in line to try and go there. Um, oh, yeah. I d- correct me if I'm wrong, but I know I know I know I remember seeing this a couple of weeks ago after it aired. Um, there definitely was a statement by Monica saying she found out that it was not Linda that did it. Um, th- so she put a statement out with that. Maybe it was after the they filmed this reunion. But in the reunion, right, she's saying, I don't know if she did it, but we, we haven't spoken. Um, and we get deeper into Greek Easter. It, I mean, there was so much that came out. This mother is, we all knew she was a monster, but okay. Andy was monster. going in. Yeah, he was going in. In the trauma. I was like, am I watching TLC right now? Because he was like, so um, your parents, they both abandoned you when you were a child. How was that? (laughs) Brilliant. It was great, actually. Andy, (laughs) thanks for asking. Right. Yeah. As someone, and then they're talking about the mom wanting to be on TV. He's like, as someone who left their 12-year-old to pursue a career in television, do we think your mom was auditioning to be a housewife this season a little bit? And it's like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> duh. Cohen, I mean, thank you, Cohen, but wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, what we find out is, yeah, she, this was interesting. So she says, he. he's asking, where did she go? Why did she go to New York? And she says to pursue a career in television. Monica's mum, and it's weird calling her Linda because all you ever see is, she doesn't really go on Instagram, but she goes on Twitter, she goes on X. And it's, her name is LD Millionaire. I want that to just sink in. That is her username, LD Millionaire. So LD Millionaire um, has been in a t- tweeting up a storm with Monica and saying horrendous things to each other on there. And it's all through X, which is Twitter, just say Twitter. It's all through Twitter. And um, she said, this week she said, last night, I think, Actually, I want everyone to know I am an award-winning journalist and I actually wanted nothing to do with this show and I have a uh, text to prove it. So then she piles out text <laughs> okay. mes- private text messages. Wow. Saying between her and her daughter where her daughter says, where Monica says, mom, you know, I need you to show up for this because they want to see the whole family, the Portuguese family and LD millionaire responds, actually, um, I don't want to do this. I don't want to film or whatever. I mean, it's all isolated instances. We know exactly who this woman is by seeing her actions on television, but LD millionaire is apparently an award-winning journalist. Now listen, Carol, (laughs) uh, seriously, Radzaville, and your ghostwriter, which has practically been confirmed that she did have a, uh, okay, allegedly had a ghostwriter for what remains, but that's another story. Um, that's what she claims. So no context or no, I don't know what the award was. It may have been an award I gave her or you gave her or the dog gave her, unclear. <laughs> or it may be from, you know, maybe a Pulitzer. We don't know. But that's apparently what she was doing. Um hmm. <laughs> we find they they discuss and then the big thing is about the audition the audition so monica tells the story that when i went to audition um she was using an example of who her mother is i really thought i went to the last audition for the show and i really thought i messed it up so she said i thought i messed up the audition i came home i was crying i thought i'm never going to get on the show and her mum said let's do a pr- let's let's pray so she says we prayed and my mum my mum prayed that if I didn't get on it, she would be the one to get on the show. I just, 
I think we all know who she is. Any stories that come out now more about the mother, we know who she yeah. is. I think Monica is extremely damaged person um, from everything that's gone on in her childhood. And it's because majority is all due to her parenting. Um, yeah. And, you know, I just think that she is very young children in that house. And if you've seen that video that was circulating on Instagram of her screaming, fighting with her mother in her house, those kids, she needs to not have any relationship with that mother. It's okay to cut family out. Cut her out. Yes, it's it's really unhealthy just, you know, on its own. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you have little kids around they don't need to hear all that crap now having said that i would have liked to see ld millionaire on the reunion i'm sorry (laughs) i just it would have been brilliant bravo reunion television if they had wheeled her out can you imagine the chaos that would have ensued it would have been brilliant i should have been a housewife motherfucker yeah yeah (laughs) would have been great uh and then they kind of segue into whitney talking about her parents and Mm -hmm. I really feel like during this reunion as as annoyed or as upset with Monica as everyone is about Mm -hmm. the whole Instagram thing um there are parts where they're relating to her and kind Mm -hmm. of validating everything she's saying so uh Whitney does this about her parents they talk about how she didn't see her mom first she was estranged from her mom 16 years Mm -hmm. and then so she's like it was a really big deal to Mm -hmm. to see her and um and then she's says that there's no contact with the dad, that hairdresser dad. God knows where he is. Yeah, God so knows. Yeah. He's like, I just can't even open that door a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So yeah, they did definitely have sympathy because you have to. You saw the yep. way that mother treated Monica. Yep. Whether she's a horrible human being or not, Monica, um, the mother relationship was terrible. Can Absolutely. we go on to Greek Easter about this footage? We saw oh, some yeah. unseen footage, Kate. Now on Twitter, Monica had said after it aired the Greek Easter episode that I should sue you, Angie, because you have no railings on your stairs and I fell down them and nearly broke my ankle. Then, brav, then we see at the reunion, they have footage, the aftermath of her like falling down the stairs. By the way, those stairs look like an absolute death trap. Who doesn't have a railing on either side? Just a kid. That is a nightmare. Yeah, this big fancy house and you didn't put a railing on your stairs? You just get like handprints either side because people would constantly be putting their hands on your wall. It's such a strange choice. I don't Um, get it, yeah. So we see Monica, she said, she claims, I was so upset, I was screaming with my mum, was crying, went downstairs to grab the kids where they were to leave. And I go down there, there's no railing and I can't really see because I've been crying and I fall and my shoe comes off and the other one... Um, I take off and I throw. And we see footage of her. Why Bravo never aired that? Hello? We know how fools are in the Bravo history. Like, come on, you should have showed that. Um, And she said, then they talk about the tweets, and she said, Meredith told me that I could take your house, that I should sue you and take your house. You stole my goddamn house. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. I mean, I, d- I yeah, it was it was horrible. She said, and then afterwards, I was all bruised. And there was photos; her whole legs were all messed up. And she said, and then I had to go back up and film another scene with my mother. That one where she's on the sofa and saying, "I'm going to leave." Then I took my kids and left. Production um, took her to go to the hospital to get a scan, and then her they got an Uber for the mother, who said, "I'm not getting in this shitbox Uber because it was a Subaru." Okay. <laughs> That mother, that mother. I mean, that is good. That's a good housewife's line. It is. (laughs) An awful housewife (laughs) that we love. Yeah. But just, uh, you know, that plus everything else. Woof. Um, And I'm, I know. Yeah. What were they saying about, like, Oh, Angie was saying that she had family members that left because they were scared of Monica or something because because she she was throwing her shoe and stuff. Yeah, she said she, Monica said she fell down the stairs. One of my shoes came off. I was so upset and frustrated. I took my other shoe off and I threw it and I just threw it down the stairs. But Angie claims that she threw it across the room and it nearly hit one of the kids. 
That's what Angie claims. So oh. they were all just like, this girl's a menace and let's just leave. I see. Mm-hmm. It didn't look like she threw it at someone, but no. it's hard to see from the angle mm-hmm. we saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, then they get into, <laughs> after the stairs stuff, Oh, it's like more yelling between Angie sure. and all them or and uh, Monica. And then it's like, you love a lawsuit. And then it's the lawsuit fight. Uh-huh. And then Heather is like, well, you're suing me. Exactly. She's like, I, who have I sued? Who have I sued? And Heather's like, you're suing me. You're currently <laughs> suing me. <laughs> She's like, that's because you're suing me. And they're like, yeah, it's a counter lawsuit. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's because she owes money. So that's just embarrassing. But she's mm-hmm. just like, no, I'm not paying or something. I'm like, what I is going on? I don't understand how you can go and get, say, Botox, fillers. You walk in there, you get the treatments, and when you you have to give a credit card when you leave. So how mm-hmm. did she ever leave the place? Maybe and not put a credit, or maybe the I don't see. That's why I, I can't understand any of that. How she know. left I'm the like, building and didn't pay? I'm like, do they still accept checks there? That's what I bounced? was thinking. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Or did she give them a bad credit card number? And for some reason, I don't. Yeah, it's mm. it's strange to me too. You think it would go through before she could even get it done? Mm. Um. Okay. Then it's all about her name. Why do you have a bunch of names online? And yeah. she explains Darnell, all this stuff. Garcia, yeah. Fowler, and Delgado. Yeah. Yep. And then we get to Jack Freshwolf. Woo! John, Jack, and Henry. John, Jack, and Henry. John, Jack, and Henry. Loved having the baby gorge. Yep. Uh, baby gorge was asked about uh, how Jack is doing Freshwolf um, on his mission. And she's dead cheeky at first, being like, oh, you know, he just dumped it already surfing in California because this photo of him in California came out. Then she says, um, no, what really happened is is that uh, you have to get a visa. You know, the visa's all sorted to go to Colombia. So that took a while um, But he because he messed it up because for his visa photo, he was on a boat. And she, like, lists where he was. So that's not relevant, Baby Gorge. She's like, he was on a boat, shirtless, and took a photo of, like, a selfie like that for a visa, a government <laughs> document, and thought that would be okay such a stupid 18 year old thing to do it's so funny i love it and then baby gorgeous was like look but he had been working out really hard baby (laughs) gorgeous this isn't the point this is not the point anyway he eventually sent and heather liked it because heather was like that's why you should have got me involved that's i'm like heather i don't get all of this but okay um (laughs) And then Baby Gorge went on to say, you know, was just talking about religion and saying that John, Jack and Henry, I'm sorry, John now has Jack now has his visa and is in Colombia and um, talking about his mission. And then they get into how Heather was triggered um, by the by the mission and seeing everything because it reminded her of her journey. And then they get into the systematic racism. Oh, no, I think that's later, actually, about. Yeah. I think it's later about the Mormon church and then and then baby gorgeous trying to defend it. But we go to a break. And then what happens in the break, Kate? Mary arrives. Right? Yes. Yeah. Now I'm gonna read out a line that I just kind of wrote here is that I don't know if you'll agree with me. Why why is everyone so scared of her? I is is and it's and whatever their reason is, it's so irritating to watch. They shouldn't have Mary on this reunion. She never turned up for one before. That's a rule of thumb. Don't invite her back. She shouldn't have been on this season. She's she's completely defensive. She's a character on this show that it actually reminds me a lot of Kelly Kalor and Ben Simone. They couldn't maintain it because they they're so one dimensional. They're always going to attack. They're never going to say they're sorry. And they're, she's, they're mean. Kelly, Kelly Kalor and Ben Simone was so mean to Alex and so mean to Sonia. So mean to, and then went, I'm not mean. And that's what Mary does. She says horrendous things to people. She's so nasty. She's always defensive. Someone will say, oh, the sky is blue today. And she's like, what do you mean by that? God, you're such a disgusting human being. You're fat and you're ugly. and you're. That's the kind of response you get of her. She should not be on this show because I don't, I don't know. It's may, I may be in the complete minority, but it is not fun. You need, you need dimensions to a housewife. And there's just none with her. 
Right. She's not playing ball with them. Like it's, it's a give and a take. You have mm. to have those moments of like, okay, let's move forward. <laughs> you know, like, and she won't do that. And I respect her whole, you know, her whole thing about I'm real and I say it to your face, but it's like, yeah, there's a lot of housewives that do that, but there's, there's being fun and shady and yes. saying something sassy. And then there's saying you look inbred, you know, it's yeah, and saying you're fat and you <laughs> eat too much. You're fat. And you're, she says just really gracious. And these women are all sat there going, Oh, I am glad she came back. If I was not super, I just wanted one person to say to her, you say terrible, terrible things. You take, you never say sorry because you don't care. And it's all wrapped up in this. And I hate this excuse of, well, I say it to your face. You shouldn't be saying it at all. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. It doesn't matter whether you're saying it to my face or you're saying it behind my back. Just because you're not saying it behind my back, you shouldn't be saying to someone they look ugly and inbred. Right. You be saying it doesn't that. make it right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and no, no one, one can say it. no one can say anything back to her. It no just gets one. it just gets shut her. down and she's going to sit in the sprinter van while they yeah. all film. And it's boring. And so I was just annoyed with her whole segment. I didn't like her segment at all, Kate. Mm -mm. Yeah, I was surprised they had her on, honestly, after she didn't show up last year. Andy kind of teases her a little bit about that. And she is just like, oh, you're going to give me a hard time. And he's like... "No No one also brings up the fact that three days before this was filmed, her son, who can barely form a sentence most of the time he's on TV, was arrested for drug possession, drug paraphernalia possession, and a DUI. No one brings it up, though, and they all knew about it because they're terrified of her. Stop being terrified of her and be a proper housewife. I'm surprised Andy didn't say a little something. I know. Really annoyed. Really annoyed. And then they're asking asking her about that son, too. They're like, so do you know know if he's married? No, I still don't know. It's like, this is your... Son, <laughs> like it's so strange. And then she's like, "Oh, and Whitney's racist." She just right. makes these massive inflammatory statements, but no one can say anything to her. And it's just stupid. It's just a, it's a pointless waste of time. You can have someone as and a housewife that does that, but then think of all the stuff Tamara's said. Think right. of all the stuff Bethany said. Think of Ram- <laughs> Ramona, but. Even if it is a Ramona crocodile tears, they at least come and say, you know what? I shouldn't have said that. That was wrong. Whatever. I, I get it. Like, fine. Whatever. Let's move on. But she doesn't even do that. She's just like, you're awful. You you said something so terrible to me. And they were like, you murdered my firstborn. And she's like, well, it's nothing compared to you saying the chairs in my house were ugly. It's, it's <laughs> ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Because it doesn't move the story forward. Yeah. It puts a halt to everything. And it's, it's just kind of like, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I know. now what? Now what? So, um, yeah, I mean, there were a few moments throughout the season that she made me chuckle a little bit with like some oddball stuff she was saying and doing. But overall, it was just kind of like, why? Like, I feel like there's probably other people they could bring in that would actually participate in the season. Agreed. Um, and then that was sort of it. They're just about to get into the reality Vontees of it all. Mm. Now we've seen, this is part two, we have one left and obviously it's going to be all reality Bontees. At this point of watching these two episodes, Kate, do you think Monica's coming back next season? Yes. 
I'm kind of going that way too. I think how third part is a third act is going to play out is they're going to go through it. Monica's going to start defensive, nasty, mean, and you'll wear it down. So by the end of it, she's in floods of tears saying, I understand it was all wrong. I know it was wrong. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And she'll be back next season. Yep. And I bet Meredith will be fine hanging out with her. <laughs> yeah. Meredith who hung out with Mary. Yeah, Mary, I, can you <laughs> I don't get any of this. The, the Mary's when Mary's like, "Who do you like?" She's like, mm, "Well, I like Angie." What? Uh, okay, I like because Angie and- because she can handle how tough I am. Oh. Right. And I love um, and I love Meredith. And Meredith's like, "I love you too." What do you love about her? Do you ever speak to her? Do you ever speak to that woman? No, I don't. I don't think yeah. so. No is the answer. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh. I like you, Monica, because you're pretty. I'm like, what? Monica's like, right now? Mm. If Monica does this face once, what, go to our YouTube channel, to, which is Tender Love and Care Podcast, by the way. Go and search it, guys, because we Kate puts up all the recordings of uh, when we record. Um, but Monica just does this face constantly. Mm. Mm. I was getting so annoyed. I was getting so annoyed with going, mm-hmm. like, I can't. <laughs> you got to stop. You got to stop, love. All right. I don't have any other notes on Salt Lake. Mm, me neither. That's it. Okay. Yep. So that yep. means we're going to head over to BH. Now, Kate, I do believe that I'm going to have to, am I going to lead the way on BH? You are. Yeah. You're okay. going to have to catch me up on this Did latest you watch one. It? Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll go on about what happened and I'll tell you it's a shit show and not in a great housewife shit show. It's a shit show because it's so boring. Kate, Ugh. this BH, I'll start off. We get like um, shots of, you know, the establishing shots of everyone doing stuff. We have Sutton, who's working out, which was like, whoa, 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 rewind, record scratch. She works out. Remember, she's all just like, ooh, who works out? Anyway, anyway she had a, she was on the Reformer in her room, FaceTiming Arvi, who you know <laughs> we're obsessed with on this pod. Um, but it was her little, her little legs were just pushing off the reformer. And I was like, what? Anyway, that was strange. And she had a fireplace going in the background. She's like, oh, I'm so hot. And Arvi's like, well, it's because you have a fire going. Anyway, (laughs) then we go and see Erica rehearsing a little bit. And she's like, woo, I'm back at it, back at it. Then we go over to Encino and see Dorit. Um, Never forget that Dorit lives in Encino. Nothing wrong with Encino. Some of the houses there are millions and millions and millions but it's not beverly hills no one lives in beverly hills um and phoenix is being sassy and she's just saying to her you're gonna be you're a very sassy little girl and she's like i'm sassy and that was kind of it then we go and see garcelle going to somewhere called the face gym and i wanted to get my ass down there immediately it was all lasers and and like massages for the face and i was like oh i want it all yes um then we cut to back to Sutton's house and she is cutting roses in the garden waiting for Kyle to come over. And it's just kind of like, I remember the last time Kyle was over at her house. Name him. Name him. Name him. Um, but she comes over and they're apparently, I guess, kind of all made up. Um, so she comes over and she goes into the house and she goes straight into like, she's like, can I go into your refrigerator? And she's like, uh, Yeah. And there was like nothing in there. It was a strange scene. Um, and uh, they're doing the whole, and she's like, oh, if I knew you were coming, I would have put food in there. But I do eat, I do eat. Oh, like, I can't do the storyline. Um, and so instead she just grabs some under eye masks and put those on. It's like, this strange. Then Sutton asks her, where's Mo? And she says, you know, Mo, why wasn't Mo at the um, memorial for um, your friend? And she kind of says, oh, he was in Puerto Rico, he was in Mexico, he was in Portugal, he was in Switzerland, God knows where he was, but he was in like four different countries. It's all work, it's all work. And then, of course, in the confessional, Sutton's like, why is he not there? He should have been there for Kyle and for Lorene, because, of course, he knew her just as well. Um, or not just as well, but knew her very well, and it's not okay, and da 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 Um that's a then, good point. I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah, what a what a Mo? what a moment for him to not be there. I was just so preoccupied by all the Morgan stuff. I hadn't even thought of that. That's 
That's a great exactly. point. That's a great point. Yeah. Plus, I would have loved to have seen him in the room with Morgan, which we have yes. not seen yet. Oh, yep. I would yep. love that. Um, then they mention going back to it. We have a gala coming up for homeless, not toothless. Woo! We're back. Kathy Hilton. I have worked with the homeless. I've worked with the toothless. What the really remember when she's got the side mouth to Garcelle last season and Kathy Hilton just goes, I mean, what is all this about this homeless and toothless? <laughs> she's great. She's so great. Um, so they say we've got this gala coming up and they're kind of discussing it and they say, Oh, that Anne Marie or Anna Marie or whatever her bloody name is, um, is coming for you with your esophagus. And and Sutton's like, what is all this about? This is so ridiculous, whatever. And then they decide that they're going to Spain. <laughs> that was another thing as well. I don't know how it came up. You know, they they always try to make it come up organically, even right. though it's the girl's trip, car trip. But um, she, they looked, they're going to Barcelona. And she goes, yes, let's all do it. Fabulous. Um, that was the end of that scene. And then we cut to Crystal and Garcelle. And they're kind of chatting about the um, memorial where um, Anne-Marie sat down with them for ages talking about this esophagus thing. And they did a cut, production did a cut, I don't know whether it was here or later, of the fact that Anne-Marie was talking about this for over an hour. And you just see people like walking away from her. And she's like, no, 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 I want to tell you about... Su-. Like, have you heard of small esophagus? Have you heard? It was so ridiculous so wow. garcelle and crystal just saying this is so ridiculous and annoying and crystal goes you do know that when um that when she uh when i first met her she told me she was a doctor because she says she was an anesthesiologist anesthesiologist thank you so much anesthesiologist which is a md you have to go to medical school for that but she is a um i can't remember the exact term but she's in healthcare and she's a nurse and she assists anesthesiologists i think that's kind of it but she's not a doctor um and chris was like yeah she told me she was a doctor so they're gossiping about that then um we go to dorit and i okay and they're at the Beverly Hilton and they are looking around um, the room, the ballroom where they're going to have the gala. And Dorit was really happy that Gay was helping her. And he was just like, all right, yeah, we, we shouldn't even have, can we change this carpet? Like this carpet shit. It looks like, like it's from the 70s or something. Can we change that? It's just so great. I love my PK. Um, I love your PK voice. I love him so <laughs> much. So good. Um, and then we get this scene that if you'd watched it, you would have been angry as I was. Not angry, just annoyed. Crystal. Now, we've said she's completely underutilized. There's a lot of people thinking that she shouldn't be on this show because she doesn't bring anything. I don't agree. I really like Crystal. I don't know if it's because I'm just obsessed with looking at her. Like, I can't help it. I'm vapid and vain. When it comes to my housewives, I want them to be gorge. I love looking at my Dorit. Dorit, I definitely have a crush and I think she's so gorgeous and sexy and those boobs I can't even handle. I love her. I just love her. And Crystal is gorgeous as well. And I just think she's so pretty and girly and feminine. There's just something so light about, like, I don't know. I just love her look. I agree. And it's all there, right? It's it's housewife it's Beverly Hills housewives we have this woman with an older Hollywood husband Lion King pop star brother yes <laughs> and she i think gives some really fun little one liners in her confessionals yes. like i think it's all there too like Thank just you. Not, I'm glad you yeah. agree because there's a lot of people like, no, get rid of her. I know something, whoever is producing this this season is not doing a good job of Crystal at all because yeah. this is the scene we have. Crystal and Jeff, her brother, at lunch. And they're just discussing, she's going, so Jeff, did you meet up with Vivi? You know, his ex-fiance. Guys, Jeff isn't even part of this show. His ex fiance isn't even featured. None of these, this should not be Crystal's storyline. Somebody yeah, that's what not even part of the show. What is her storyline? Sometimes I have lunch with my brother. 
It's how she feels guilty that she broke them up and how she's overprotective about her brother because they have this whole discussion. He's like, you know, Vivi didn't think that your mom liked her. Crystal and her confessionals is always like, you know, me and my brother were best friends. Everyone thought we were twins. I look after him so much. I don't think anybody's good enough for him. That's my fault. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. But that's not enough. Like, why are we getting a whole scene sat with her brother? He's not part of the housewives. Like, I yeah that's I I wouldn't mind that as sort of a side story or something Mm -hmm. but there's gotta be more going on in her life I don't I don't believe it to to Crystal's Um, life (laughs) (laughs) then talking about her brother who's a pop star in China um (laughs) and then his big reveal was like I'm gonna spend half my time in Bangkok now uh I want to be in Asia more and the rest of the time here and she's like oh okay as i was there i just oh, this is yeah. not what crystal should be doing there's um, something else there yeah we get to the gala and dorit looks so good she's wearing this black slinky slink you know she's super super skinny and then there's just the two big that like, i'm obsessed with her boobs big kahunas big fake ball boobs and they're just sat right up here i love it but she looks so pretty in this dress and she's getting a glam done and then she gets her photos done which i love she knows how, god she knows how to pose she's on the balcony she's just doing all these looks she looks amazing um then we cut to um then we cut to kyle getting ready in her house and she's going with Maurizio. oh yes i know his name is maurice Mauricio um but going <laughs> you know why I said that is because a Kim always used to say Maurice yes and um Lorraine's Lorraine's sorry Lorraine I think um Carl's friends um mother at the memorial we cut back and she says to her oh is Morris Maurice here so it's like and no one yeah. can say Maurice so I just call him Maurizio um so she's going with Maurizio but main thing about her getting ready that was so amazing was um we saw her Pomeranian just stunning it was camera right on it right on and hold hold on the palm it was beautiful the amount of points that her love for dogs gets her with me like I know I was thinking about this I'm like I think a big part of why I kind of like Kyle is because of all the dogs yeah it's amazing amazing oh lovely so then you see them in the car so we've got a car scene with Maurizio and Kyle this is very telling it's horrible to watch you go back last season and see how they were with each other let alone five seasons ago when they couldn't keep their hands off each other and this and he says to her so how was the event aka the memorial for her deceased best friend I just wrote really it was such odd freeze phrasing he's like how was the event what this wasn't a party like right. it was a celebration of life, but it wasn't anyway. And so she kind of says something, but that the car ride was, ooh, it was not good. Just, she, they very, just, kind of, just very tense energy. Very sort of. tense. She says to him, oh, so I'm going away. I'm going to Spain. He's like, what, really? And then in a confessional, she's like, I wanted to give him a taste of his own medicine. I never even know where he goes now. Oh it's God. It's really bad. Then um, you see them arrive on the a red carpet, and that was really bad. She's whispering to him. Um, it was Anna Marie was on the red carpet getting the photo taken with her husband, and Maurizio says, "Oh, smile, don't forget to smile." And she's like, "Shut! Stop doing that! Stop it! Like, are you drunk? Are you drunk, or is it just weed?" And he's like, "No, I'm just drinking." She hates him. I mean, I know hates a ridiculous oh. word, but she's so angry with she's so angry with him. So, so then dark we, and it's sad. really dark and very, very sad. Very, very sad when you go back and look those last se- those seasons when the girls were young, they were just the couple. Yep. Um then we see Erica looked fantastic. I mean, that is Empec. She but she looks fantastic. She's wearing this bright pink dress. And this guy comes up and is like, you look amazing. You're so beautiful. And she's like, thank you so much. She's like, you really, wow, wow, you look amazing. And she's like, hang on. And he introduces himself. He's like, I'm Dr. Justin, da, da, da. And she's like, you're my dentist. And he's like, oh, yeah, I am. I'm your dentist. It was a really weird interaction. She's <laughs> like, I need to come in for my cleaning. And she kind of exits. She's like, I'll see you on my uh, next cleaning. He's like, okay. 
That um, feels like a Sonia moment or something. It was, yeah. yeah. Except Sonia would have slept the dentist. Um, <laughs> loved all, all with all due, all due love. Right, respect. right. Of course. So of then course. we get um, this whole scene. I'm going to break. It. I'm not going to spend that long on it. Basically, all the women were huddled around and saying, so "You need something. You need to talk to Anna Marie." Anna Marie comes over, and it's just this lame interaction. Kate, she's like, "You have lied three times," and Erica's like, "When has she lied three times?" And Sutton's like, "What are you talking about?" And it is a woman desperately trying to get airtime, desperately trying to make a scene. And all of us know it as an audience and we don't have time for it. And neither did anybody else. And she's like, you lied. You lied, one, when you said that your doctor said that you could take alcohol with your medication. You can't. And she said, that's what he said. Okay, well, then you lied twice. You lied another time. And she just goes, and she is so emphatic and thinks she's doing like a really good job at causing an argument with the being a housewife. And then Crystal just goes, you're such a bitch. It was great. <laughs> I was really proud of Chris. And then um, I don't know how it even got resolved. It was in back, yeah. it was like cringy to watch. Um, yeah. you know, this is what this is what I mean. They're fighting over saying a small esophagus, right? And this was good. Honestly, this went on for like 15 to 20 minutes. And then I think back to Ramona sat in the park bench, season maybe five or six, Central Park. When she said to Lou, everyone knows you're never never home with your children. <laughs> that was the type of stuff the Ramona used to say. And that wouldn't even make, I mean, that wouldn't even make five minutes of Lou being upset. She'd no. be like, how dare you? And then they'd move on. Yeah. That's the type of stuff that Romy got into. Right, right. It's just and so this classic This is what we're BH. arguing about. Yeah. Oh. So I just put it was all stupid and annoying. Um. We see feel, that, yeah. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, I feel like they really were banking on the Mo storyline, like, yes. for there to be more to it, for it to be a more, like, beefy storyline. And then when Kyle was decided to be sort of tight-lipped about it, they didn't really have backup storylines for the season. Like, they did, but they're just like, the, oh, y- are you even a doctor? And you know, I think that's accurate. I think she shut down when production was trying to push all these storylines, and I think the co-stars like her enough that they weren't pushing it either, so yes. they didn't get anything out yep. of it. Yeah. Um. Now, Guy and Dorit had said that they were going to have some big, big stars, big, big stars at the gala. One of them, they'd said we're going to have Paula Abdul. Luckily, Paul Abdul was awake during this. Now, now listen, I, when I, I am referencing Paul Abdul. It's because this is for old school. Paula Abdul had a Bravo show at the very beginning of Bravo. And it was one of the best reality shows that have ever been created. Guys, if you have a chance to go and find it, it was like being Paula or it was called Wasn't something it? like that. Hey, Paula. Hey, Paula. It could be something like that. I think so. Guys, she's barely stands upright and is awake half of the shows. There's a scene, the infamous scene of when she's at her dining room table crying because she gets a phone call that she's not going to be in the Bratz movie. There is so much to unpack. This was like decades. I mean, VPR was like a twinkle in Andy Cohen's eye Um, when this was going on. Okay, yeah, it's Hey Paula. Came out two thousand seven. Oh, dream! I time. need to go back and watch that. Um, so but- do I, Kate? De- oh, that would be a great show. Yes, we should recap it. Um, oh. but my question for you about Paula Abdul is if you have seen her TikTok. Oh no, I have not, but I will. Okay, after we finish filming. It's after we finish recording. it's a lot of dancing, and she sure. is an incredible dancer still. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she. What confuses me is that she does a lot of videos with like this one certain like family or it's like these brothers that do dancing videos or something. And she's just in a lot of their content. And I'm like, is she their manager or something? Mm. But um, yeah, she's still got the moves. I have to say, I I love Paula. Yeah. Please go and watch that reality show, guys. I don't know where you can find it. It's probably been banned, <laughs> but go and watch it. It was amazing. So Kate, that okay. definitely is due a rewatch. Absolutely. Yeah, huge star. Okay, who huge. else? Yeah, so they had her and she just came on and gave a speech. And then they're like, oh, oh, and William H. Macy was on the red carpet. Don't 
don't ask me why but and i was getting mixed up i kept thinking we were going to see jamie lee curtis but of course so chic that was her my hand in yours or your hand in mine charity so it was a different charity it was not homeless not toothless right homeless not toothless and by the way they took the piss out of this again they all went round homeless not toothless and it got to the point of like, uh, uh, we need to stop with this. Because Sutton was full on being like, are they homeless or are they toothless? What are they? I love them both. And it's like, guys, all right. We're, all uh, right. Yeah, come on, come on. Um, then they go, we've got a surprise guest. And I'm thinking, oh, God, if they drag out Boy George one more fucking time, I'm going <laughs> to lose my shit. I was waiting for it, right? Yes. But um, I think it was definitely another 80s wonder that people managers it was someone called taylor dane oh taylor dane see you know i had no idea who that was she is and then she sang a song that i recognized and that was it i can't I remember the song now Tignataro has a bit oh, about taylor like dane that. that's mostly oh, really? where i know her from to be honest oh, i knew the oh. song when she sang it but i to yeah. me I knew the song and I was like, oh, she must be like a one hit wonder. Erica was like, oh my God, Taylor Dane. I was like, who is Taylor Dane? And then Anne-Marie was like, who's Taylor Dane? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she, I think she had a pretty big moment Mm. in the 80s. Like, I feel like my mom would be like, oh yeah, Mm. Taylor Dane. Yeah, yeah. So, Um, and that was into the gala. So it was like, okay. Then the next day. Oh, Anna Marie's on the phone to somebody. I can't remember because I was just tuning out. I need to apologize to Sutton, don't I? Yes, I really should, shouldn't I? Gets on the FaceTime with Sutton, apologizes, whatever. They're all packing for Spain. We go over to Kyle. She's packing and she opens up. She's like, oh, just all brand new shit. I mean, this woman is shopping every day. And she opens up this box. of. She's like, oh, my new shoes. And she opens them up and she goes, oh, oh, no, these are Morgans. And then puts them back in the box. Got that little mention in there. She really didn't even have to open that on camera. And then um, they were just facing each other and saying that they're excited. And I just put Anna Maria is completely annoying and her use of language is really annoying. She will use language such as she thinks you are creating a narrative, Sutton, that I don't appreciate. Oh, shut up. Like, you're not Carol Radzeville. Um with the narrative so it's just annoying and then we see next week you know it's them in spain and i can tell you there's jack shit going on there as well Ugh, what a very shame very upset very yeah. upset about bhk i i don't know what they're gonna do a lot of people are calling for it scrubbing it all i think kyle would be happy to get out like we've discussed um, yes erica yes. jane needs it though erica jane really oh. needs it Yes, she's so, doing the Vegas. So what? Yeah, what does she have going on right now? Vegas. She did the Vegas. Unclear. Yeah, for seven bucks. Seven for bucks. seven bucks. Yeah, and she's that's over. Touring again. I don't know. So yeah, she uh, needs it. She needs it. You see, and I think Dorit wants to stay on it because whatever's going on with her marriage. Um, but she may even step away because I think there's stuff that's going to come out with their marriage and their money stuff that's not going to be good. But anyway, that was the end of the episode. BH has been terrible. It's just really, really been awful. Um, I just hope they're filming the reunion on Friday, uh, tomorrow or next Friday. I can't remember. Andy said that. I think it's next Friday they're filming the reunion. Um, He said that on Watch What Happens Live. So there has to be shit coming out. There has to be because this has been a snooze fest. And it, if if not, then it better just be a one episode reunion. We do not need oh, three episodes. No. Just being like, so what's going on with Mo? Uh. Correct, correct. So that was pretty much it, Kate. Um, you know, the Bravo world is all a buzzing. We had Jeff Lewis on Watch What Happens Live that told Andy to his face that the Salt Lake City set was an absolute disaster. And he revealed that he was filming a scene for Real Housewives of OC. And and when you see Andy not happy. Oh, it is honestly the most terrifying thing I've ever seen. When you see Andy, he'll be like, da da da, doing his shit. And his face, and he goes, Well, you shouldn't really have said that, should you? He, Andy's terrifying. If you go on the bad side of Andy, your his eyes go black. Yeah. Ooh, uh, yeah. Yeah. That clip was really funny. I, Jeff Lewis is so funny to me. Um, I mean, he's also a terrifying monster, but sure. I've always loved him. Loved flipping out. <laughs> yes. Loved flipping out. And Jenny. Oh, um, Jenny. 
uh yeah it's uh, Vanderpump Rules is coming up I'm it is Kate I'm nervous I'm to nervous start watching too. that I'm very nervous. I'm nervous, but we will do it for you guys, as you know. Of course. Of course. Um, all right. We are going to pop off now because we are going to go on to uh, film our Patreon episode, which, uh, as Kate said at the beginning of the show, we are covering the HBO documentary Bear Marush. So there's going to be. Some- Roll that. I don't know what any of that means, but there is going to be. Um, it's There's going to be a lot of poor accent work from me so feel free to tune in you can only listen if you're a subscriber go to patreon.com p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com and search tender loving care podcast sign up and you got a ton of stuff to listen to um follow us instagram tender loving care podcast check us out on youtube you can watch us right now hello as we record um just search tender loving care podcast anything else kate um you can email us if you Mm -hmm. have any hot piping bravo tea oh, that you want to spill please. on over our way um yes. tender coven <laughs> tender loving care pod at gmail.com mm-hmm. and thank you so much for listening we really appreciate you each and every one of you we do we love you lots and jelly tots and we will see you next week have a great weekend guys Bye-bye. bye bye Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.